This is Amanda. And this is Rachel. And this is Vocal Perspective. Hello out there, Vocal Perspective listeners. This is Rachel. I'm with Amanda, as always, my awesome co-host. And today on this episode, we have music director from Treble. It's Meredith Strang. Hey, Meredith, how are you? Hello. Thanks for having me here. Of course. So for those who don't know you and aren't aware of Treble, can you talk a little bit about the group and your participation? Yeah, yeah. Um, the group has been around since 1996. Um, I have not been in that long. <laughs> no, no, nobody is an original member. Um, but we are uh, all female, given the name. We, we, we're named at a time where names weren't um, uh, very creative. Mm. <laughs> so we have we have an old school acapella name. We thought about changing it many times, but anyway, we're to treble it is. Um, but we're um, yeah, we're a group in uh, in New York City all female. And uh, we have a pretty good connection with a lot of our um, original members too. And we had a good 20th year anniversary um, uh, concert and we brought a bunch of people in. So it's a, it's a, it's a nice community of women. Awesome. And how did you specifically get involved? Well, um, like many people, after college, left a little void, uh, acapella void. Um, and for a while, I did, um, uh, I was in a masterworks choir uh, near Choral Society, and that was good, and I liked it, but I just had that yearning and clawing back to the acapella world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there really weren't that many options when I joined the group. I think there was one other group in the city, um, a co ed group. So, yeah treble have to be having auditions and hey they 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 picked me so my life changed since then isn't it funny (laughs) how it's based on you know what was available at the time and now it's become like a huge part of your life because same for me when I came to DC there were two groups and I reached out to them and neither were auditioning so I trolled Craigslist and found people starting a new group which became euphemism and yeah now like over a decade later I'm like Okay, like what if I had not seen that Craigslist ad? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think about it. or if like that other group happened to be auditioning or yeah, cuz I came from a co-ed group in college. So, I was like, all right, I'll female and uh, you know, I'm I'm an arranger as many of us are. So, I'm like, all right, I need to think about like, yeah, how my world will change arranging for female if if they want me to do that. Um but I guess it worked out. Yeah. What was that transition like for you going from uh, you know, arranging for a, a co-ed group to arranging specifically for the female voice. Yeah, at, at first it definitely um, threw me threw me for a loop. <laughs> but our the range in trouble. I mean, we have four women who can go like to a low C uh, B A, which is we're really fortunate to have. Yeah. So I I actually found that I don't change my arranging style that much. But the funny thing is then when I, you know, share uh, arrangements with other groups, they're like, well, this is a co-ed arrangement. I'm like, actually, it's not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sorry about our woman. (laughs) So, but it's, yeah, it's like, I think what surprised me the most is the complete range of the female voice. It really surprised me because I, I'm a soprano and then like, I feel like when you come from a classical background, as I did, 
you're in this and or in a co-ed acapella group we're kind of pigeonholed into a range and we yeah. have so much of a wider range than that so it's so fun to explore those lower rich nice warm chesty ranges that <laughs> women have <laughs> it is funny coming from a classical background where yes you are a soprano or you are a mezzo or you're an alto and so many women especially women in all female groups I know we all just were like well we sing I can sing soprano I can sing alto whatever you want me to do it's so common now yeah I pretty much mix up people's parts yeah all the time I mean I can't be a bass I would love to be a bass but I can't um but other than that pretty much people fluctuate yeah parts because yeah, yeah and then you don't want to pigeonhole your voice either and only get used to singing spra- like soprano or only getting used to singing all those low parts so yeah. if I have a song that I have a higher bass part on I relieve our women who can who, who are the only ones who can sing those low parts yeah. um, and switch it up so nice well, in terms of the personalities how do you find that the group is different for you from the co-ed group that you were in Trouble's interesting. So I was mentioning it. I just had my 14-year anniversary, yeah. um, and um, and the majority of the the women in the group, like eight plus people in the group, have been in over 10 years at this point. Wow. So like the really great thing is college. Everybody's in a very college frame of mind, but we've really seen each other through life stages. Yeah. You know, we've gone to each other's weddings and our, and kids, and literally grew up with this group of people. I kind of became an adult with these people and it's a really tight-knit group and when we don't rehearse I mean, this is true of I'm sh- uh, so many groups out there but you you don't rehearse you you miss them and <laughs> they're, they're 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 my people they're my squad <laughs> um and I yeah I can't imagine yeah not having them around so college was just fun party co-ed but the yeah the close knit women bonding mm. is just a really it's a really nice thing Yeah, I have to say it is fun to watch online um, all of your girls that have had babies in the last several years and then the babies are all friends and it is it's really special to watch. Yeah, it's really nice. And, and, you know, with everybody, you know, as you go through those life stages, you're, you know, we think, can we still do this? Yeah, it's it's harder trying to balance all of these things. But, you know, we try to give people leeway and and be in the group as they can. And nobody has chosen to leave. (laughs) So beautiful. Um, So it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's really nice. I think, One of the things that Amanda and I have spoken about is this misperception that groups of all women are catty and fighting and that there isn't this this deep love and friendship between the women who are in any particular group. And I think that can can you talk a little bit about your experience with that and how maybe the falsity for you of that misperception? And I hate to say I had that perception a little bit going into trouble. Like I didn't know what to expect because it's bad. There is that perception about it out there. And I'm like, you know, are all these women going to get along? And, and I scold myself for ever thinking that like coming in with any sort of, not that I came in with a negative attitude, but it was kind of a questioning attitude. Everybody is super supportive. We're the majority of us are super type A and opinionated, but <laughs> but we balance that with our love for each other and respect for each other and nobody, you know, nobody jumps on anybody for anything. It's just a very warm family atmosphere rather than anything that you would think of like animosity or cattiness or anything like that. So yeah. 
It's great that you brought up that you're all so so many of you are type A because for the longest time, treble was the only all female group in the contemporary acapella league. And I just remember thinking, like, look how much stuff they're getting done. Can I have more girls in my group to help me get stuff done? <laughs> Seriously, women power, man. Like we yeah, we are super type A. What's worked really well for us is in order to, you know, when somebody new joins, <laughs> it's been a while. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we make sure well for the first like year or so their their role is like learning music but then after that everybody has a job everybody contributes in some way everybody and that job might be you're the birthday coordinator you bring in you know you're responsible for bringing in our birthday champagne or whatever it is to rehearsal oh. or and then there's of course there's probably taking notes there's somebody so everybody has a very specific role and I feel like that makes us all feel included and feel like we're contributing to the greater whole of the group and we have a lot of process. I don't see process as a bad word, especially coming from my software product management background, as, as you guys know. <laughs> process is a really good thing. We have processes for how, you know, how we pick our solos and like the number of, like we, we found that we, you know, initially we were bringing in songs for the group, like we'd pick a song but then certain people weren't highlighted in the group because we'd pick like mainly pop songs or something like that, which I don't sound good singing pop songs. So yeah, so we have a process of picking songs for the group. And in between that, we go through every single member of the group and we make sure that they have something for them that they shine on. So between like that type of process and everybody having a job in the group, um, I think it makes us, yeah, just bond better feel like we're contributing to the greater whole and keeps people happy so I want to follow up a little bit last uh, last week we had a segment on dressing on stage and I think people were probably expecting me and Rachel to tell you how to dress but instead we were <laughs> saying you know find things that are comfortable wear whatever you want and I just have to highlight treble is always kind of a uh a rule breaker and a front runner in in fashion and what you guys wear on stage. Um, I always marvel at how great you all look. Uh, I'd love to know how you guys pick your outfits. And I think I remember something about like paint chips or something in a conversation. Yeah. Paint chips? <laughs> yeah, that's one of our wow. roles. Is it outfit Can I apply for that job? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny. So yes, we have certain outfits that we have to have available at all times of year that are our go-to, like we need our just, you know, fancier black outfit for a more formal event. We have our friends yeah. and family, like a weekend gig coming up and we're given a color palette <laughs> and they're like a color palette and like a mm. level of casual to fancy. It's kind of what we're given. And we're like, you dress what's comfortable for you but it, and everybody kind of brings in their outfits and their jewelry we actually bring in shared jewelry like if you don't have something in a color oh. palette people like bring in necklaces and we swap around and swap shirts so who decides on the is it the coordinator the wardrobe coordinator who decides on the color scheme or is that a group decision yeah the outfit coordinator decides on the color scheme i mean we, we all say you know for some reason it's something wacky that none of us have we'll be like maybe pick something new but it typically it's not and then we'd all look mm. good for our own bodies, but look coordinated together. <laughs> so, so do you actually use Pantone color numbers to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, and and actually, she's gotten into Pinterest boards now. She'll be like, so something like this, and she'll create a little Pinterest oh God, board with like outfit ideas. <laughs> it's it it's kind of funny. But I do I encourage people to go and look at the the many years of the looks of Treble because I feel like. 
you all do it right. You don't force anybody to wear anything, and yet you all come out looking fierce and coordinated, and it's awesome. It's always just something that's kind of caught my eye. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that our um, outfit coordinator and those of past will be very appreciative of that, um, of that comment. <laughs> so switching gears a little bit, I wanted to ask you about sort of your, your rep choices. And how do you guys pick, you know, obviously, as I don't know if you're the only arranger, or there are other people that arrange with you, but sort of how do you guys choose what songs you want to add to your rep? Yeah. So yeah, we bounce back and forth between group selections and then selections for individual people slash voices. We have a process. I'm going to sound horrible going back to this word process all the time, but like everybody, so if it's like Amanda's turn up next, everybody submits ideas in the whole group for Amanda. We're like, oh my gosh, you would sound great singing this and that. And we actually put links to you know, YouTube or Spotify or whatever. And then from that, like we, yeah, the person will pick like 15 songs that they like, and then we'll vote as a group on those 15 of which that we would like to bring into the group. And then they audition them and we pick the song for them. So it's kind of a group process, you know, meshed with individual likes and voices really from our from that perspective it's yeah really anything goes <laughs> it's how we pick our rep it's like what you know however whatever sounds good for that person and how have you guys been feeling lately what what kind of songs are making it into the rep these days uh, the downfall of having such a strict process is it's a slightly lengthier process and it gives us um it, it, it the output is good for that person's voice but sometimes mm. we miss current <laughs> so that's the downfall of our process is it's a little lengthier. However, um, our two latest songs are Jonas Brothers and T-Swift off their latest albums. Awesome. So we have, yeah, You Need to Calm Down nice. and Jonas Brothers Sucker. So, and that's, it's it's rare for us to be that current because of this <laughs> process that we have. I feel that so deeply. <laughs> I feel that so deeply. <laughs> Right. It's 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 a it's a thing. It's like not only do you need to all choose to do a current song, but then somebody has to arrange it like it's always slightly uh, delayed. So it's hard to be current. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But especially um, with adult groups, you know, we're not picking groups. We're not picking songs for a semester. We're picking mm -hmm. songs that will likely stay in the rep for years. So I know our group kind of shies away from too many current titles yeah. because you don't want to put all this effort into learning it it becoming part of your rep and then in like six months you're like eh, well no one wants no to more. listen to this anymore I hear you like it, yeah that's definitely a thing and 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 when people are picking their own songs yeah we'll kind of sway back and forth they're like well I don't want my song to be over in four months um so yeah it, it, it's it's a, it's a balancing act <laughs> I know I tend to pick older songs because I feel like a lot of current songs don't fit my mm. personal voice. However, my current song is a Bishop Briggs song. So, um, yeah, I'm going against my own. <laughs> I'm going against my own. <laughs> so it's hard. You want, yeah, you want songs that last. And because, you know, being the types of groups that we are, these post-collegiate groups, you're hired out a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of dictates repertoire too is you know a lot of places might not want a sucker <laughs> you know <laughs> Jonas Brothers doesn't come up a lot for like corporate, corporate performances <laughs> no mm. I think they're missing something 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, you have to think of that too. Like we don't want to, it's fun to put in those current ones. Um, And even you need to calm down. There's, yeah, there's some curse words and there's, you know, talking about shots tequila. So yeah, not as corporate friendly, but we'll be sure fun singing it. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned the New York scene when you started was kind of small and now it's clearly exploded. What kind of changes have you seen in the 14 years of treble for you? It's so funny. Like, I do remember I'm very dating myself. When I was in college, there wasn't even much of a choice for acapella groups. Like, it was rare that University of Delaware had four. And actually, the one of them started while I was in school. But most people most schools didn't even have acapella groups. Obviously, there's a huge Northeast contingent, New England contingent, which was kind of like the, you know, starter of all of them. And actually, I first heard of acapella in general. Well, I'll back. Well, Yellow Alley Cats came to my high school, actually, and did a performance. That's the first time I truly heard acapella. But as you know, then they're not exactly current acapella, <laughs> um, even though it's stuff that I love. But my friend went to Smith and had that. Do they still do that kind of mix of all of the schools around there? Oh, the Seven Sisters? Mm-hmm. Group? I yeah, think so. I think they do like a, a mix uh tape as it was then um <laughs> and what she are brought tapes? it back we'll I explain know. that in the show notes <laughs> um yeah and she brought this like mixtape back for me and I was like what is this this is fantastic yeah. so yeah that kind of made me want to audition for for a college group yeah so it, uh, yeah I guess go back to your original question sorry I veered off there <laughs> um so but that was the landscape even coming out of college was it wasn't that prevalent mm-hmm. um and so but it's great because of all of the collegiate groups that blossomed and now all of the high school and middle school groups that are like popping up it's I love to see the middle school groups um Mm. doing this and it's so fantastic so now of course there's just so many groups everywhere like in the that's it's such a great thing because I I work with um high school groups here and there and uh one of the things that, that that I always leave them with is singing is something you can do until the day you die. Yep. Like it's not something, you know, if you are the star quarterback, not that that person is not wonderful, but they're probably not even playing after high school. Right. <laughs> like they might play in college, but like singing, you never have to stop. Yeah. And, and, and now that we have this, you know, this acapella world that's exploded, even you know, throughout your life, you can continue acapella. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that's changed is the availability of that, um, which is great. So yes, people need to keep singing in whatever way they want to (laughs) sing. You know, and we talk about middle school groups. I'm even seeing groups in like retirement communities now. So it's expanding on both sides, which is really exciting. So. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Oh, that's really great. That makes me happy. I know. Sing in your wheelchair. You still can sing. Right. You know, I. <laughs> it's something you never need to give up. And I think that's just, just such a special thing about music. Totally. Yeah. Any questions, Love, Rachel? Yeah, I just I wanted to sort of ask one last question about what advice do you have for uh, for other all female or f- sort of um female voiced groups do you have any specific advice uh, being in one yourself that you might give to um, other people who are looking for um information 
or perhaps or perhaps groups that um, want to have the kind of longevity that treble has had yeah so the number one thing is support each other and support other women's groups we actually we had a gig the other day that we needed of course it was a week that treble was off because we had so many people away and we needed a couple more voices and i reached out to mezzo and so he's like a few of them came in i'm like having it and we try to do a women's focus show in new york we actually usually do it around valentine's day we call our girls 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 show um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah supporting each other by performing each other getting rid of that possibly you know caddy image or whatever yeah. people have and like and and supporting each other not only by you know kind of shared shared resources if uh, if I can <laughs> use that between groups sure. but um but um sharing arrangements uh. so so there's an uh, there's a former travel member who's now um uh in California mm-hmm. and we swap arrangements so oh. like she'll have a bunch of good like holiday arrangements and things like that cuz um I I do feel like for some reason maybe women's uh, is is slightly harder to arrange for. Not harder to arrange for, but it took me a while to figure out how best to work it so we weren't, so we were sounding our best, yeah, right? Um, and and I find that it's slightly hard to find those arrangements. So sharing arrangements when you when you find them is great. As far as women's voicing, and, and I think one of the you know problems with with not problems, but something you you find when arranging for women is going back to those what is a woman's voice? Right. It's an alto and a soprano, and people are trying to do full arrangements in a traditional alto and soprano voicing. Mm-hmm. Um, and going up to like high A's, I'm like, those should be limited. Yeah. Like we, we, I, I feel like women sound just great in our nice, rich, warm tones in the middle. Yeah. So I arrange fairly in the lower range and I have, you know, I have some, you know, floaty soprano parts in there going, but yeah, when I hear women's group and it's all like upper soprano and upper alto tones I'm like come on you're more than that you're more than that like you yeah explore those like lower voices I know Amanda it's great you're like singing now in the um the Adelines and getting to do all that fun low stuff oh boy (laughs) barbershop arrangement women's barbershop arrangements need to take a lesson from you too and come on take it down there's no reason to have your tenor way up way up in the stratosphere like b's and c's i'm like no one wants to hear like maybe one or two no one wants to hear that for a three minute song no (laughs) no they don't like it's like the number one thing when i'm like i'm like and i actually have reached out to younger groups and i'll offer my arrangements and like and they're a little they're a little freaked out by them at first because the bases are arranged in a bass clef Mm. and they're like what (laughs) (laughs) um it's a little scary for some people i'm like you know i don't give them the arrangements that go down to like the c's and b's you know i give them a reasonable range but i'm like your voice your voice does this like you know Mm -hmm. explore that part of it sharing supporting other groups yeah, having shows together, arranging in nice, rich, warm tones. <laughs> I I think that Treble does a very good job of keeping people involved and happy. So, and I and I think that having a job is an important thing. Like knowing that you're contributing. Like not many people just want to show up 
and sing. Like they want to feel like they're part of the group and they're, they're offering something to the group other than their voice. So I think personally that that's super important. It's, you know, especially with older groups, like being flexible through life stages is super important. We spend a portion of our of money that we make on bonding things for the group, which is important. I think we have a, we have a retreat every year where we go away and it's a lot of business. (laughs) (laughs) We actually set like, we're run like a company. We set our goals for the year. We set any, we like review all of our processes. We, you know, see if we want to change anything. So we prioritize our goal. Like it's run like a business. That's That's important though, because when you are organized, it makes it more fun. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be stressing about like, well, how do we handle this? How do we handle right. that? Because we have rules. Like you join Treble and you get a booklet and we're like, this is this is how it works. And rather than people being freaked out about that, they're like, okay, now, like I know what to do now. Yes. I know how, you know, um, and you don't need to be stressed about the little details. So um, yeah, yeah, retreats, planning business. Oh, and then just like, we'll spend our money. We did a wine tasting the other day. Um, so we had a private wine tasting and do things like that. So yeah, making sure that we have our um, our bonding nights, you know, they're spursed nicely with our, you know, working, you know, towards a gig or whatever we're doing is makes for better bonding and, and people time. And, and we kind of, at least I as director, anybody new in the group, like I definitely unofficially I kind of take them into like a big sister role mm. I'm also the elder of the group um and people joining are tend to be younger nowadays <laughs> but you stay the same they, they, they're so, younger you stay yes. yeah that's true I have not aged I'm 27 uh, forever <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just make just making sure anybody feels included is so important and I've I've heard things about other groups being like well there's two people in the group that make all the decisions I'm like well then you're gonna have unhappy people so yeah everybody gets a say and sometimes it takes a little while because everybody needs to give in their opinions but at the end we all feel like we voiced our opinion and we're collectively coming to a decision which makes I think for a happier more productive group I love that. I feel like I could just like listen to you talk forever. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Um, Who decided that we should only do a 30 minute podcast, Rachel? Um, not me. <laughs> All right. Ownership. I claim ownership. Um, <laughs> speaking of process. Um, but well, Meredith, I feel like we could talk forever, but uh, unfortunately our time uh, yeah. for this podcast is up, but we so much appreciate you taking time out of your day to, yeah. to chat with us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for um, contacting me. And uh, yeah, I love this vision of your podcast here and, and focusing on women because it, it is, yeah, we need to support each other and give each other shout outs and um yeah it only makes for a better happier community love it so thank you love thank it. you so much thank you that was meredith strang from treble <laughs>